to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, it's Carly here, and I've got to be honest, I have been struggling to record this episode of the podcast. I've been procrastinating, I've been putting it off, and the truth is, I've been struggling with how to present this topic to you with the grace that's needed, but also with the truth that is so important to challenge us, right? And sometimes when things are as big as what we're going to talk about, the challenging can be hard and it can be triggering. So I want to say this in advance that I am talking to myself when I'm talking to you guys right now, because this is something I struggle with. And everything that I'm saying is in love and because I want God's best for you. So let's get into it and talk body image. Let's talk about that big elephant in our room, right? Our body image. I was reading some stats and 50% of young girls by the time that they're age 10 struggle with body image. And that jumps to 80% by the time that they're 17 and stays that high throughout their lives. 80% of women struggle with body image. That is something that needs to get our, our attention, right? That is something that we need to talk about. And I don't want to talk about it in the way that culture often talks about it, right? Just all about body positivity. I want to talk about it from a real spiritual perspective, because those stats are applying to Christian women as well. Christian women are struggling with body image. Christian women are struggling with their relationship with food. Christian women are locked in diet culture and going through the restrict and binge cycles. Christian women are believing the lie that their overeating is emotionally driven and not just the natural consequence of constant restriction. And Christian women are missing fundamentally out on living in the fullness of God's plan for them and living in his anointing because we are unable to move forward where God is calling us because we are preoccupied with our body. You know, I've heard Christian women refuse to speak or to teach or to counsel because they didn't feel comfortable in their skin, that they have cut off where God wanted to use them because they didn't feel comfortable with their appearance. Guys, we need to talk about this. And I'll tell you, I struggled with this too. I was that eight-year-old, in fact, that started to hate her body. I was that teenager that was always starving herself and using laxatives to, to make up for eating too much. I have constantly um, been on diets, Weight Watchers, low carb, no carb, 
um, portion control, all of it, you name it, I've tried it. And in fact, my Instagram presence started as a fitness account, a health and wellness fitness account, where I was so stuck in diet culture that I was actually preaching those principles myself, which I am horrified to look back on and admit. In fact, if you scroll far enough on my Instagram feed, you will see before and afters and, you know, so-called healthy food swaps and all of that stuff. I, through the misguided lens of wanting to be healthy, was actually preoccupied with my body. And I remember seeing a picture of myself recently, because you know how Facebook likes to remind us of the past with those pictures. I saw a picture of myself when I was in the height of this diet culture industry. Um, in fact, working for an MLM in that when I was at my smallest and for a second, I was like, dang, girl, you look good. But then I remembered I didn't feel good. I wasn't happy. I was obsessed with calories in and calories out. I was obsessed the way my thighs rubbed together. I was obsessed about my mama pooch. I was obsessed about all those things. I was drained. I was tired. It gets tiring obsessing over our body. It gets tiring loathing how I, we look. And guys, I, this is where I want to give you grace. We live in a society where women, young girls, are bombarded with the message through the media, through society, through our own mother's unhealed relationship with food and diet, that how we look is one of the most important things about us. We get indoctrinated with believing our value and our worth comes from the number on the scale or the size in our pants. There's a reason why you struggle with this, right? It's all around us. And spiritually speaking, it is, in my opinion, one of the enemy's best tricks to keep women ineffective for the kingdom. I'm going to say that again, your obsession with body image, your poor self-worth when it comes to your body is the enemy's greatest scheme to keep you ineffective for the kingdom. Are we going to let him do that? Are we going to let him get away with that? I hope you're with me when we say it resounding. No, we want to take back our life and live for Jesus, right? That means getting our eyes off of self. And here's where the tough love comes in. We are making our bodies more important than God intended. We are creating idols out of our body. And you may think, well, idols is something that you love. I hate my body. Okay. But also let's be honest, how much mind time is being taken up with your body? How much of your decision-making is being taken up with how good you feel in your body that day? How many things are you saying no to because you don't like the way you look? How many memories are you staying out of because you don't want to be in a picture, right? 
How are you going out and extending the hands and feet of Jesus when you don't even want to leave your front door because you're uncomfortable because of how you look, right? We're making it an idol. What is our body for? Our body is not for measuring value. Our body is to carry out God's will and anointing over our lives. It's the vessel which enables us to do God's will. It is not meant to be a measuring stick for our value. Can we just get really clear on that? The problem is we have so much going on in the inside. We keep trying to change the outside and expecting the inside to change. We don't like ourselves, so we keep trying externally to change things. I'll I'll lose some weight. I'll get in a smaller size. If I could just get that six pack, if I could just look this way, if I could get rid of my wrinkles, if I could cover my grays, whatever it is, we think that how we present ourselves on the outside is going to help with how we feel on the inside. And that is a lie. You cannot heal the inside through external measures. If you are having battles with your relationship with food, if you are having battles with your relationship with exercise, if you are having battles with your relationship with your body, the the crux of it is an internal issue. How can you get back to to where God wants you to be? How can you view your value and your worth and your contribution to the kingdom through God's eyes? First things first, you got to stop the binge restrict cycle. You know, God created our bodies very intuitively to know when it's hungry, to know when it's full, to know when it's craving a salad, to know when it's craving a piece of meat, to know when it's craving, you know, whatever. Our bodies are designed to take the guesswork out of it so that we don't have to be so preoccupied with it because God never intended for us to be preoccupied with our bodies. He made them smart, but we have lost that connection of understanding our body's needs because we try to force it to do and be and look something that God never intended it to be. I remember I used to have alarms on my phone to tell me what time to eat and what I could eat. I was listening to my phone rather than listening to the smartest machine ever created, my own body. I had to learn through intuitive eating how to reconnect to my body's signals, how to understand hunger, how to understand fullness, how to understand what my body was needing in the moment. You know, sometimes we think intuitive eating is just a free for all that all you do is eat pizza and cake. And I was afraid of it first too, coming out of diet culture. But what it really is, is recalibrating your body to be exactly the way God designed it. And it's amazing. I can't tell you how freeing it is not to be thinking about food every second. I used to constantly, when can I eat my next carb? Oh, I've had too many carbs. I can't eat carbs till tomorrow. How many fruit did I have? I'm only allowed two fruit. Can I have another fruit? But I really want fruit. My body really wants fruit, but I'm not allowed. You know, this was the inner dialogue a mile a minute in my head. 
How was I living for Jesus with my head so full in that? You know, why are we looking for other people's approval? This is the thing too. We think we'll be more accepted by how we look. Guys, the reality is we have to make our bodies less important than how we've made them. And I don't mean that we don't respect them and we don't accept them, but I mean to say that God created us with so many gifts and so many talents and so many, so much purpose that our bodies are actually the least interesting thing about ourselves. When you want to learn about someone, what do you ask? You ask them about their experience. You ask them about their childhood. You ask them about their likes and their dislikes. What makes a great conversation? Learning about who a person is, not sizing up their body. When you reflect on people that you've enjoyed spending time with, what is it about them that you enjoyed spending time with? Was it because of how they looked in their genes? Or was it because of how they contributed to your life? When you are mothering your children, are they looking at how mommy's tummy rolls? Or are they looking at how does mommy love me? How is mommy pointing me to Jesus? How is mommy making me feel safe? How is mommy making me feel secure? They're not looking at your body. Your body is the least interesting thing about you. In 1 Samuel 16, 7, it says, but the Lord said to Samuel, do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Who are you living for? I'm asking you this seriously, guys. I want you to really consider this, not just in word, but in deed. In deed, in terms of what you actually do, where you spend your mind time, where you spend your actions, who are you living for? And I know this is going to be convicting for some of us because it was convicting for me. Who are you living for? Are you living for Jesus? Because he wants your heart, not the scale. He didn't die on the cross for you so you could be a size two. He died on the cross to free you from sin and the grave. And friends, whatever drives us to the point of being stuck in diet culture, it ultimately leads us to sin because it leads us to place our body ahead of our heart. It leads us to stop walking in the will and purposes of God because we are too preoccupied or too stuck. It makes us create an idol out of ourselves. Jesus is looking at the heart. He has made us to do good works with a heart in love and in line with the spirit. We have to make our bodies less important. We have to trust that God created us with the ability to know when we are hungry, to know when we need to move, to know when we need to eat. He created us with a healthy wet weight set point. 
may not be the weight that society is telling you you need to be, but it's the weight that God created you to be. I am double my size since I was in the quote unquote wellness industry from size four to size eight. And I had to do a lot of work dying to self to accept that change. I had to do a lot of work. God really called out my heart. He called out to me, what are you living for? Who are you living for? He called out to me, what impact do you want to make for the kingdom? Because to do the work that God wanted me to do, I had to have my focus on him, not on myself. You know, it says in Romans, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You hear me say this all the time, that scripture. It is so powerful and so meaningful and such a great reminder. Ladies, when we are jumping on every next diet that comes our way, we are being conformed to this world. When we are loathing our bodies and preoccupied with the scale, we are being conformed to this world. God is calling us to be set apart, to die to self, to put our idol of our body down under the blood of Jesus and to live for him. Yes, there is grace in moving through that journey. It is hard when all you've known is diet culture to break free of it. It is hard when all you've known how to measure your value is on your looks. And I have so much grace and love for you guys. I I'm still in this journey. I still struggle with body image, but can I tell you that God wants to set you free? And the root of this is spiritual. The root of this is spiritual. What is your identity in Christ? What is he calling you to focus on? When he said that your body was a temple of the Holy Spirit, was he calling you to idolize your body? No, friend, he wasn't. It was an indication that your body is no longer yours and that you are to bring it as a holy sacrifice to God to do the good works that he prepared for you long ago. So how do you do this? How do you move on from this body image challenge? First of all, guys, you have got to divorce diet culture. You have to divorce the restriction and the binging cycle. You want to know why all the diets eventually fail? Because they're not really meant to keep you healthy. They're meant to keep you spending and according to the enemy's agenda, your eyes off of Jesus and his plans for you. You got to break the cycle. I highly recommend you do some research into intuitive eating and learn to let your body lead you. God created a very smart machine. It knows when it's hungry. It knows what it needs. It knows when it's full. You can trust the body that God designed divorce diet culture. Number two, change up your social media feed. If you're constantly looking at 
fitness people or wellness people or people that are smaller size than you, you are breeding comparison and discontentment in your life. Find people to follow that represent your body type. Find people to follow that have something more interesting to talk about than their macros. And I say that in all love. If you are stuck in diet culture, you need to control what you are watching and you need to fill your mind up more with the things of Jesus. You should have seen my unfollows I went through when I realized that I had to break free of this. So many unfollows. And my mind is healthier for it. You got to remember who you are. Who are you? Who did God create you to be? What giftings did he give you? What does he want to do in your life? And you may feel like, oh God, I don't know. Yeah, maybe you don't know because your mind and your focus has been so much on body. You haven't really tapped into where the spirit wants to lead you. Imagine if all the mind time spent on body image, imagine if all the energy spent on body image was spent on pressing into the spirit and doing those good works he's planned for you. Man, you would be a force for the kingdom. I mean, that is why this is the enemy's smartest plan, right? He has all these amazing kingdom women who could be amazing kingdom warriors bound in bondage to body. Let's break some chains together. Let's break these chains, friends. Let's live holy lives dedicated to the Lord and not dedicated to the scale. Again, friend, I am preaching to myself. You got to divorce diet culture. You got to switch up your social media feeds or who you're following. You got to remind yourself who you are and where your true value comes from. And you need to break the chains. You need to go to God, the chain breaker, Pray to be released from this bondage and continue to put it into obedience to Christ. I continually have to wake up and take my thoughts on body image and place them under obedience to Christ. It's an ongoing battle, but I'm fighting it now. I'm fighting it now. I'm not complicit in the enemy schemes anymore. And that's what I want for you, friend, too, to be free from it. The affirming truth I have for you today is I am going to choose to focus on my savior, not my body. And when we go to 1 Peter 3, 3 to 4, we read, your beauty should not come from outward adornment, such as elaborate hairstyles or wearing gold jewelry and fine clothes. Rather, it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is a great worth in God's sight. Now, That scripture was really talking to a cultural moment, but they were really wrapped up in outer beauty too. God wants you to focus on your inner self, 
your heart because that's what he's looking at. That's what he's after. I know this was a tough episode. I know it's tough. But guys, freedom is on the other side of doing this hard work, the inner work. And God has big plans for you that he wants you to walk in, in freedom from diet culture, freedom over preoccupation with body image, freedom. It is for freedom that Christ came. Be blessed, friend. Before you go, did you know that I offer one-on-one mentorship? If you are feeling stuck in the cycle of negative self-talk, if you are having trouble replacing the lies with truth, if you need support in building mental resiliency and really growing in confidence in God and your gifting, I want you to send me an email and see if a one-on-one mentorship session is right for you. Be blessed. Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.